Applause from the studios at Grand Forks Best Source. We've got all kinds of applause for first off. It is Friday. And it's time for our Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodine is back. And we're going to talk to John in just a minute. What would tomorrow look like if you sold your house today? Maybe you'd move to a new city or a new country. Maybe you'd pick up birding or birdies. You could get into wine, not that into wine, or skiing, warmer skiing. Or maybe you'd spend more time doing nothing at all. When you're ready for whatever comes next, we'll be ready to help you get there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. All right, we are back, and uh, welcome to the studio once again, your realty expert, John Brodine. How are you today, man? Hey, I'm good. I just gave you more volume in the headphones. Could you tell? Yeah. Okay, is that okay? All right, all right. Uh, Friday today, big plans for the weekend? Uh, We have our high school reunion, actually, tomorrow. So, yeah. How many years for for you? Ten. Already? Yeah. (laughs) That's funny. We had had an all-school reunion uh, last weekend in my hometown. Um, I didn't go. Because uh, I found out a lot of my friends were going, but my 40th is actually next year. Oh, no way. So we just decided. That one, right? Yeah, oh, for sure I'm going to go to that one. Wait, but so um, they have a 39 and a 40? Uh, well, this was an all class uh, oh, okay. this, this past weekend. And so, yeah. Oh, all class. Okay. Yeah, and they That's had them all, I mean, every class in basically, from what I heard, in one building. Oh, wow. It was like speed dating somebody put uh, <laughs> on social media because you never really had a chance to sit and talk with your classmates because there were so many people there. But oh, yeah. uh, And then my wife's, um, her anniversary was, or her class reunion was supposed to be last year. Uh, but COVID canceled oh, that, or sure. two years ago, and COVID canceled that, so they decided they're going to have a 45th, and oh. that's going to be in two years, so we're both happy with not going to the all-school, but you're going to yeah. have a lot of fun. Yeah, it should be a good time. I'm kind of helping out with some of the planning. So, Where'd um, you graduate? Red River. Okay, yeah. okay. Uh, are you guys going to do like a golf outing or any fun stuff? So we're doing like a tour of the school, so we can mm-hmm. go walk back through the high school, uh, then a picnic at University Park during the day and then um at rhombus brewery oh the party at night okay um we've got this big raffle going one of our classmates her mom uh is dealing with cancer right now so we got a ton of donations from local businesses a lot of prizes to raffle off and stuff well cool money for them so yeah how many kids were in your class i think around 300 wow yeah yeah my little town of thief river falls um we had over 240 in my class oh yeah that was a pretty big class yeah that that is a big class yeah well it sounds like you've got a great weekend coming up yeah i'm looking forward to it and um yeah it's it's gonna be a good time are there any people that you really really are jacked to see or are there people you're really really jacked to not see (laughs) <laughs> no, not really either. Putting John on the spot. I don't really hang out with a whole lot of people from my grade anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't um, either. Yeah, a lot of my friends from high school have moved away and stuff, mm-hmm. and you know, not too many of them are going to be there. But um, it'll be a, it'll be good. There, I still like. I still know a ton of people. Sure, class. sure. It's and it's only been 10 years. Yeah. You know, I forgot half the people I graduated with already, but um, I blame a lot of that on the decade I graduated in oh. the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Mine isn't really there anymore. Um, <laughs> now, yeah. we were talking earlier before we went on air here, John, and uh, Katie is in here, and um, when to rent or when to buy. Yep. And, and somebody, you know, like Katie's age, early 20s, um, this is a big question for them and a big step in their life, but when is the best time to rent and when is it a good time to buy? Yeah, so let's cover renting first. Um, so there are a lot of pros to renting. Um, you First off, you're not going to have those big unexpected expenses like you would when you're a homeowner. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
you know, furnace, if the furnace goes out, it's the landlord's problem. If you need a new roof, it's the landlord's problem. Um, if you want to be mobile and be able to uh, move to a new city and pursue a new opportunity whenever you want, renting is the way to go. You're going to be so much more flexible, so much more mobile. Um, you know, if you haven't like settled into your career yet and you want to be able to, you know, move wherever, whenever you want, mm-hmm. that's a lot, uh, that's a, it's a bad idea as a homeowner. Uh, but as a renter, you can do it because there's just you're you're so much less attached to the property. Uh, very little that can go wrong. You just you know uh, yeah. back in the day, um, it used to be hard to find a place that would accept pets oh, uh, yeah. if you're renting. Um, and now that seems to be changing a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. I think more more places are pet friendly. Yeah. Um, but also leases. You know, back in the day when I was renting, uh, we never had to sign a lease. But oh. uh, you know, now there's leases out there too. Does that tend to turn people off from renting do you think um i wouldn't say necessarily because most places give you the opportunity to find a new tenant Mm -hmm. that qualifies to take your place and if they do that they'll let you out and put the new person in um you know yeah i mean leasing is is great for uh, you know especially if you're not super financially stable yet you don't have a ton of savings Mm -hmm. and um you know you can also switch apartments even in the same city you know, often mm-hmm. when you're ready to settle down, you know, you're going to be in the same city for a long time. Um, you know, that's where that you start to see the downsides of renting is over the long term. Yeah. Um, so, you know, many people, they, they go through the earlier years of their life renting. And then when they're um, when they're more financially stable and when they're ready to set down some roots, that's when they purchase a home. And that's probably the way to do it. Um, when you're renting, your rent will go up every year. Yeah. So if you're renting the same type of apartment, you know it's going to be a lot more five years from now than mm-hmm. it is today. It's going to be a way more ten years from now than it is today. When you buy a home, your payment is going to stay the same. You know your taxes might go up a little bit. Yep. Um, but your payment, your principal and interest payment, is going to stay the same over that thirty-year or fifteen-year loan or whatever it is that you take out. And it's going to something. And it's going towards something, yes. And, you know, in those first years, you're not building a ton of equity because a lot of your payment goes towards interest and not towards principal. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, as time goes on, more of your payment starts to get contributed to principal. You start paying down that loan faster. And next thing you know, you know, five, seven years have gone by and you've established a pretty good chunk of equity um, in that home that's, that's your money. When you sell it, it goes to you. You, can, you roll it into the next property or you can... You know, you can yeah. sell them. Yeah. You know, so you got a lot of it's a it's a wealth building tool over time. You, you know, know and, and you could be in the same apartment for 10 years. And if you leave, you got nothing. Yep. Uh, they, they forget your name probably after about a month oh, um, yeah. who lived there for 10 years. But now it, it's and this, I think, separates um, you realty experts at Berkshire Hathaway um, to even talk about renting versus buying mm-hmm. um i would think that uh you being a realty expert would be like a no-no but you guys you always say it like it really is yeah and and here's the thing with that if i tell somebody who would be better off renting that oh you should buy a home this is how you're gonna make how you're gonna make money and if i just told you all those taglines mm-hmm. like oh, renting is throwing away money sound um, like a used car salesman well and, and here's the thing it's you know the relationship i build with my clients is a long-term relationship sure. so when they go to sell that home if, if they had only planned on living it for a year and a half and I told them it was a wonderful idea to buy and that there's no way this could go wrong and they call me in a year and a half and the market hasn't gone up and they haven't hardly paid off any of their loan and selling is expensive um, and they end up taking a loss on it, uh, you know, that's, 
that's me that's going to have to deal with that. It might be very hard for them to sell. Um, there's a lot of things. So typically where I draw the line, what I tell my people is four or five years. If you can plan to live, if you're going to be in Grand Forks for four to five years, and if you're going to be able to live in the same place, meaning you're not going to outgrow it, you're not going to, your needs and wants aren't going to change within five years, you're better off owning. Um, and longer than that, then it becomes even more of a no-brainer. Um, if you're like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm in this job right now, but it's kind of temporary. I'm, I'm thinking of maybe moving to the cities in a year and a half or a couple of years. I want to be able to go wherever I feel like there's opportunity. Um, you know, you want to be able to even, even within Grand Forks, get a different place every couple of years. Mm-hmm. You're better off, you're better off renting. Um, and that's just the way it is. It's, it's in that situation, it's lower risk and there. It's lower risk because you don't have a chance of taking a loss, mm-hmm. and it's also lower risk because you're not going to have those big maintenance uh, and repairs um, that you're going to have to pay for. Sure. So despite when owning your payments locked in and it stays the same, the additional expenses that you're going to experience are just the maintenance of a property over the amount of time that you live there. So uh, you being a realty expert doesn't mean you have a crystal ball in your office, does it? Nope, nope. Yeah, pretty tough to, to check into the future. Yeah, and but the thing that becomes more predictable is the long term. Like it's hard to know what's going to happen in the next two years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there, you can listen to what the experts are saying and everything, which I do. Um, but when you're talking about a 30 year period, it's pretty normal for real estate home values to uh, double or even triple over sure. a 30 year period. So that's where if you were renting over a 30 year period, by year 30, your rent has probably doubled or tripled as yeah, well. And you could have had a house. And you could have had a house that's you paid know, for. Yeah, the, <laughs> the amount of money that your house goes up, like even if you put 5% down on a house, mm-hmm. if that house goes from being worth 200000 to being worth 250000 that $50,000 that it gained in value is all yours. That all doesn't yours. doesn't belong to the bank. Mm-hmm. You know, the part that you have, the relationship with you and the bank is just your original loan amount. So, yeah, if you. You owe the bank one hundred fifty thousand, but now the property has, uh, or well, whatever ninety five percent, yeah, two hundred thousand would be that fifty thousand dollars that you gain. That could happen in the first three years, or it could happen from years three through eight. Mm-hmm. Um, right. You know, whenever it does happen, because it's usually like the way the market kind of goes here is you have years of plateau, you know, maybe like a five-year plateau where values climb very slowly, like maybe, you know, 2%, 3% per year, a little less. Uh, And then you have periods like we've had in these past two years where values climb rapidly, where they might go up 20% over two years, you know, Mm -hmm. or or 20% over three years. Okay. And those, those times are when everybody wishes they would have owned a home. And when that's all done, the people wish they would have bought a home two years before, but two years before, maybe they were saying, oh my gosh, I'm going to wait for prices to go down. Prices are too high. But now prices are 20% right. higher than they were when you right. said that. So if, if there was somebody um, who's thinking about taking that step, uh, yep. they've been living in an apartment, uh, they've got an established job, they think they're going to stay here. What would be the first step for one of these first-time home buyers? Uh, what, what should they do if they want to get out of the apartment life and finally make that purchase? So if you're uh, financially stable, you've got enough money to pay for you know maintenance and repairs items as they come up. You've got enough money to make your down payment. Um, you know what's on your credit report. Your first step is going to be a call into me. I can get you set up with a lender to get you pre-approved. We're going to sit down and meet, go over your budget based on your pre-approval, go over your needs and wants. 
So I can get a really good idea of your taste, your preferences, whether you want something fixer upper, whether you want something moving ready. The more I can get to understand the perfect house for you, the better I'll be able to do finding it for you. Um, once you're pre-approved, we're gonna uh, begin home shopping. So we're gonna be going on showings. Sometimes this takes people six months. Sometimes it takes people two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you know when you find the right home, then we're gonna make an offer on it. I handle all the tricky stuff, all the paperwork, all the contingencies communication with the other parties, um, make it as easy as possible on you. And, you know, um, there's a lot of apartment livers, uh, apartment livers, a lot of people living in apartments out there. And and a lot of the reason is, well, I don't have to shovel snow and I don't have to mow the lawn. But, um, you know, there are lawn services around Grand Forks and East Grand Forks. That'll take care of that for you. But I tell you what, uh, there's nothing better than owning your own home. You don't have to worry about who's upstairs, who's downstairs, who you, how loud your neighbors are. Yeah. Um, traffic at all times of the night going down the hallways. Uh, when you got your own house, it's a completely different deal. And man, uh, you'll love it. Yeah, it's, it's hard to go back. And you know, there's always the in-between, too. Um, you don't have to go straight from an apartment into a single-family home. Mm-hmm. You could Your first home could be a condo or a townhome sure. where all of your exterior maintenance and your snow removal and lawn care is done for you. Um, you know, that, that takes an extra burden off those big expenses that you have to save up for. Uh, also takes that extra aspect of hassle and work out of it. That's something that, that we've seen become a lot more popular amongst the, you know, 20s mm-hmm. age first-time home buyers, especially single people, um, you know, people who have families and dogs and kids, they still, it seems like the preference is a, a, a single family home. But, um, you know, for a single first-time home buyer, like my sister, for example, she, she bought a nice townhome, um, snow removal and lawn care is all done. And, you know, it's a nice space. And at her budget, it was much more nice and new and move-in ready than the type of single family home that you would have been able to get at that right. budget. And way lower maintenance, way lower cost of ownership through the maintenance and repair side of things it is a perfect option for you them. know you hear these guys uh, that rent apartments and say well i have a deck well it's about the size of this table yeah you yeah. know it's it's nice to be able to have your own deck you barbecue you grill you do whatever you want the dogs can run it, it's just a whole different deal yeah, yeah so if somebody wants to get a hold of realty expert john brodine uh, maybe somebody's looking to buy their first home what do they do john yeah i work with a ton of first-time home buyers if you're a first-time home buyer and you want to become a client and get this whole thing started um, or even if you're a year out and you just want to know how to plan 701-213-5428 is my cell phone number. You can call or text me on that number. If you want to learn more about the house buying process, about what to expect, um, and you're not ready to take the plunge just yet, follow me on Instagram. I post like daily content and videos all about these type of topics. Um, and subscribe to me on YouTube as well. I'm posting content almost daily on both of those platforms. So, All right. Well, you have a good time at your reunion this weekend. Yeah. And don't get all crazy now, all right? Uh, yeah, yeah. All right. Thank you, John. Yep, have a great weekend. It'll be a fun time at those class reunions. There you go. Uh, that's your realty expert, John Brodeen. And until Wednesday, that's your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Have yourself a great weekend, everybody.